Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 72 Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a king's son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy, and crush the oppressor. May he live while the sun endures and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his days may righteousness flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May his foes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the isles render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him. All nations give him service. For he delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold of Sheba be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually and blessings invoked for him all day long. May there be abundance of grain in the land. May it wave on the tops of the mountains, may its fruit be like Lebanon, and may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever, his fame continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed in him, may they pronounce him happy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever, may his glory fill the whole earth. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 5. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraph were in attendance above him. Each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to the other and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me! I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Acts chapter 7, verses 44 to 53. Our ancestors had the tent of testimony in the wilderness as God directed when he spoke to Moses, ordering him to make it according to the pattern he had seen. Our ancestors in turn brought it in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our ancestors. And it was there until the time of David, who found favor with God and asked that he might find a dwelling place for the house of Jacob. 
but it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made with human hands, as the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did I not hand make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised and hardened ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors used to do. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, and now you have become his betrayers and murderers. You are the ones that received the law as ordained by angels, and yet you have not kept it. Here ends the reading. So today as 11 pipers are piping on the 11th day of Christmas, uh, it's also the, the last day the last weekday of the Christmas time, or the season of Christmas. The Feast of Epiphany, uh, the Epiphany means uh, seeing a revelation or um, vision, and it celebrates when the Magi, or the, the stargazers, the astrologers, visit the baby Jesus in, uh, in Bethlehem. And they see Jesus, they have a vision of Jesus um, these foreigners who come from a foreign land um, who are also expected by King Herod to tell them where Jesus is. They have this sense that something's wrong and they kind of say F you to Herod. They kind of take the, the back road out of Bethlehem and they don't tell him where the baby is. Um, it's also called the Theophany uh, or, or Epiphany, the, the vision or the seeing of God. And it's fitting that the reading today is from the call of the prophet Isaiah in the sixth chapter. Isaiah is one of the most famous and popular of the major prophets. And the call story differs in that it comes in the sixth chapter instead of the first. Most of them begin with their call story to establish their credibility. But Isaiah waits six chapters before we get to it. And there's this tradition in Israel, in ancient Israel, and in, I'm sure in other tradi- faith traditions as well, that, if, that God is so perfect and pure that if you were to look upon God, that you would just cease to exist. Um, and so he has this vision where God, uh, this anthropomorphized God, this God in the... In the uh, in the image of man, frankly, um, the day before Epiphany, or two days before Epiphany, this huge God in the, the, the edge of his trousers are kind of filling the entire temple. And Isaiah says, woe is me. You know, I've seen the Lord of hosts. He thinks he's going to die. Um, and it's contrasted with this tradition of Uh, epiphany where wise men look upon God and don't die in fact there's this really um, I don't know just fascinating tradition in the Jewish faith um, this kind of I don't know reflection that God violated God's own commandment in creating an image of God's self in Jesus Christ 
I'm sorry, it's not a Jewish thing, but it's an ancient Christian thing. Um, and the, the lengths to which God will go to redeem humanity, um, God will violate his own, uh, God's own commandments in order to help us keep commandments and, and be healthy, whole people. So the end of Christmas is, uh, Epiphany is the end of Christmas, and we'll be throwing our Christmas trees away. Maybe we, they served us as Advent trees as well. And we'll enter ordinary time next week for a brief uh, several weeks before Lent and then Easter. So you'll see the episode image change back to its normal green um, uh, uh, image, uh, font color, I guess. Um, but with the end of Christmas, the end of this time when Christ is among us, as baby Jesus is here in the flesh, um, ordinary time is not supposed to be necessarily mundane or, or even all that routine, but it's uh, ordered. Um, and you think of ordination and the ordained uh, clergy. That's what ordinary is supposed to mean. Um, that we, we complete this brief season of Christmas and we enter this ordinary time, this ordered time um, where we continue to reflect upon um, Christ in the flesh. We return to our normal lives um, remembering that um, God dwells here with us. Um, and I'll close with that thought from Acts when um, the, the speaker says, look, he, God used to just spend time with us in the desert. Why does, you know, that's, that's great that Solomon built a house for him, this temple, which is mentioned in the reading from Isaiah. Um, but don't forget, he likes to travel with us. God travels among us that he makes his dwelling among people. And that's something to be um, incredibly excited about, even if it is called ordinary time. God's Face, a poem by Sergeant Robert Harder. I was struggling alone like a stricken man feeling the very depths of life's race. When I turned my eyes to the heavens, a dark sky mantled God's face. I cast my eyes to the dust at my feet, and I cried aloud at my fate, and a low voice in me whispered, Patient, son, patiently wait. Then my heart gave leave to my soul in prayer, and my misery fled without trace, and I turned my eyes to the heavens, where a blue sky now mirrored God's face. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. 
Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.